Welcome to Twisted Lister, episode six, counting down a list of our choice as we do every single time we meet up and do the show. I'm Scott, joined by Todd and Harrison, as I am every single time that we do this show. Today, uh, we're going to count down our favorite music videos in honor of Spike Jones, winning Best Director, of course, Spike Jones. Uh, who who was uh, who handled a lot of very influential videos, and we decided I think it's time to count down our favorite videos of all time. So before we get into that, definitely want to do a little recap of, of the Oscars since this is the first time that we've met up since since the Oscars took place and Spike Jones winning Best Director in the musical performances. Also, uh, we got some feedback on the show which we wanted to share. Todd, uh, did you have you had some notes from some people? Correct. Uh, a couple of people, a couple of people that gave us some solid feedback. Wanted to mention Andrew Miller. Uh, mentioned he was a big fan of Judgment, the Judgment Night soundtrack, and the inclusion of that in our top five. So we appreciated that. And we also got our first iTunes review. We are on iTunes now. Um, for those who don't know, and uh, yeah, we got a, a glowing review uh, from Can I Be Blunt? Uh, that's the username. And uh, I happen to know this fellow. Very nice guy. But Joe Blunt. But anyway, um, his Canna review said, His name is Canna Blunt? Can I be Blunt? Oh, Can I looks be like Blunt? Gotcha. Anyway. I had, dry, I had no idea until Todd just read that. I didn't know. I couldn't pronounce that. I was like, Canna Blunt? What? I, I didn't get <laughs> it. Now I get it. Canna Blunt. I like, I like it. that. Clever. Yeah, I like but it. He did, yeah. he, he did say, he, his, his, I quote, he said, great podcast, very cathartic for those of us that miss the days of sitting around a dorm room arguing music. Something that is basically analogous to arguing one's favorite color could run the risk of getting stale, but the interplay between Scott Harrison and Todd keeps things fresh. Scott is absolutely brilliant at keeping the pace moving and his co-hosts on topic. Harrison offers a funny take, and Todd's existence cannot be questioned. Hopefully yeah. the show will continue for years. Though. I hope so. I hope so. I well, hope so uh, so I'm, thank you very much for if the, you, the if, feedback. Yeah, if you want to read that third sentence for the next 45 minutes, that'd be great. Uh, <laughs> we can just do that over and over. Or we can if get we into – we can just keep referring to Scott as absolutely brilliant for yeah. the duration of the show, <laughs> that would be perfect. And, Todd, if you can no. somehow continue to exist, we can do yeah. this. <laughs> I will I'll do Todd's, my best. Todd's breathing, but barely, as Duncan Sheik would say. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Duncan uh, oh, So, so – Getting getting into the show, some some housekeeping things to take care of. Of course, as you mentioned, we're on iTunes now. Please review the show on iTunes. We're available on Stitcher, TuneIn, uh, as well as SoundCloud. So check it out on your favorite uh, platform. And uh, email us, twistedlister69 at gmail.com. So, guys, Oscars happen. Spike Jones wins. We immediately talk to each other and say we got to do music videos for, for the – after Spike Jones wins Best Director for her, and also I wanted to get your take on on the performance. Oh, wait, he didn't win Best Director. He won. He won Best Original. Screen oh, I'm sorry, Best Original Screen Director. Screen Thank you. Yeah. 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 Director yeah. was yeah. Alfonso Cuarón. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Gravity, sorry. Gravity and Twelve Years a Slave kind of cleaned up. Yeah. Yes. Surprisingly. Yeah. Gravity won every every category that doesn't matter. Gravity won. So <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, I did want to mention on the Spike Jones front that uh, for those who don't know out there, he has. Uh, Montgomery County, Maryland roots. He actually went yep. to Whitman, Whitman High School, so he, uh, yeah. he grew up in in the D.C. area. So almost anyway, a wildcat, but not almost. Quite, yeah. yeah, almost Walter Johnson. Not quite as good, but you know we'll take it anyway. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, th- I did say earlier best director. That was an accident. Live radio, but not really. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> so after Spike Jones wins, it up in post production. Yeah, yeah, not really. No, we don't do that shit. That's I'm the thing. We don't, we don't, we don't, we don't do that. We do, we, you know. But a lot of podcasts do. We keep, it real. We keep real. it real. This is live to tape. Uh, so let's get let's get into it. I wanted to get your take on the YouTube performance. I thought it was terrible. I think when a when a performer goes to the blazer, there's no turning back, as we learned in the <laughs> '80s and '90s, with people like David Gilmore and Steve Winwood and things like that. They they've dropped the blazer since then. I feel like and got back to their rock roots. Whereas like a Rod Stewart, for example, went with the blazer and he's never gone back to the rock roots. Yeah, he's pretty much been on the blazer forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so so I, I, yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead. So, so what was your take? I, on I that? have to disagree on the U2 front, and I know U2 seems to be a flashpoint here uh, <laughs> on this show. I actually didn't see it, but, so I'm yeah, okay. All right, but I no, I thought it was a great performance. I really did. I was watching it, and I was like, this is really cool. They totally stripped it down. So it was just acoustic. Um, you had Larry out there with his drum, his single drum. Hmm. Um, you know, Edge playing acoustic, Adam up there, and Bono. I thought Bono sounded great. I don't know. I thought it. I thought it. The song worked well with this. You know, kind of spare acoustic treatment. But really, disagreed, yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't like it. I thought it was Bono's trying to dance, and they're doing this acoustic <laughs> thing, and. I felt like it was almost, in my opinion, this is completely theoretical because I have no basis because I was not invited to rehearsals, nor do I have any insider knowledge. But I felt <laughs> like it was as if U2 was like, yeah, we'll play, but we're not really going to do this wholeheartedly. So we're just going to bring our acoustic guitars that happen to be up in our hotel room and we're going to bring them down and plug them in. I felt like there was no production. <laughs> there was nothing. Well, there was no energy to the to the performance. You know, so. what, what's interesting, though. And it, it's a it's good the, song. And it's a good song. It, so, yeah, I think yeah. it's a great song. Yeah. I, I, as I said last week, I think it should have won the award but the oscar but um but what's interesting is you two just came out yesterday i think and said they're delaying the album and the tour until 2015 so oh, i didn't know that maybe uh-huh. that maybe that's connected to what you're talking about with them not wanting to do a big performance i don't know oh but, I, uh, I, did, I didn't i didn't see the, that news that's interesting um I was shocked because I, I thought it was ready to come out and Danger Mouse produced it, and I was excited to hear it. But well, I think they just want to wait another year. They just want to surprise what? us like Beyonce. They want to, they're just going to drop I, I it. Guess. They're going to yeah. just drop it, surprise us. Yeah, so. True. Uh, well, that's, that is pretty interesting that they've decided to postpone the, the album. Uh, the first bit of news here on Twisted Lister. Let's get into and the I, countdown. Oh, go ahead, Harrison. I'm sorry. I was in this, yeah. Uh, go ahead, Harrison. I didn't, oh, the countdown? No, I don't have anything else. I'm good. Okay. Harrison, are you awake? <laughs> Harrison, I'm here. Are you with us? Yeah. I'm here. Yeah. All right. Countdown. All right. Countdown. No, do you, you, you want to talk? Do you have anything else, Todd? You're good? I was just going to say, I thought Pharrell's performance was, was very good. Even though I yeah. said on the show, Matt, I, I don't think the song was the best song, but he, he did a really good performance. And his album dropped, so he got to promote everything. Yeah, he oh god, he's promoting that album like crazy. Uh, Pharrell's Uh, performance was good. Not a I mean, not a surprise. Great song, great performance. Great. But Todd, Todd, you you on that Oscar show, which you referred to, you know, where we we picked our top five soundtracks and Judgment Night made the list, and that was obviously what you referred to earlier. You did pick your favorite song. I believe you picked the Karen O song as your favorite original song from 2014. Is that correct? No, no, I said uh, no. My pick was was you too. Okay. Karen O, I put as number two. I put that as like right up there. Do you still? feel that way about that song I, I thought that performance was great i guess you didn't think so i thought it was a really good performance with ezra koenig from vampire weekend i thought it was great i don't know i look it I'm was a big karen o fan so i think you know whatever she does is usually well done no that's... it's great if you're sitting in a dreary rainy seattle coffee shop i think uh that's look, the kind I, of tune i've always that gone is. for that kind of music it's true that's it. true it. 
That's there true. Let's get into the let's get into the countdown. So today, counting down the best music videos of all time. Very wide ranging topic, but again, in honor of, of Spike Jones's work since he did win the Oscar just a couple weeks back. And of course, for those who don't know, Spike Jones had a hand in creating uh, I don't know thirty something videos, maybe more. I mean, lots Some of videos. Some of which might come up very in the list today. Lots yeah, of videos, like including including uh, of course Buddy Holly by Weezer, Sabotage by the Beastie Boys, Weapon of Choice, Fatboy Slim, which includes Christopher Walken, awesome. and then there's the whole the, the whole uh, event at the MTV Music Awards with the Nathaniel Hornblower event, of course, when when MCA decided to become a fake person, Nathaniel Hornblower, and, and then of course lobby for Spike Jones to have won the award when they actually REM had won the award, uh, and uh, that was '94 for Sabotage. And in doing my research on that event, actually, I found an unbelievable clip. Basically, I felt like summed up this show because I feel like this show will undoubtedly become an homage to MTV in some way. <laughs> so I found this I found this news clip that includes everything that was great about MTV uh, when when the story broke at the MTV Awards. Well, there's a new Spike Jones on the scene, but he spells his name J O N Z E, and he's a skateboarder turned hot. Tab at the sore, number one. I'm just that's nice. that's number one. Uh, yes. Music video director making his mark with clips like the Beastie Boys Sabotage. Spike also directed Sabotage, which earned him a Video Music Award nomination for Allison Stewart. That's number two. Best oh, director. Nice. And made history when his loss to REM inspired the first ever stage rushing at a Video Music Awards. It was by Spike's special friend, Swiss filmmaker Nathaniel Hornblower, who we now know is really Beastie Adam Yauk in Lederhosen. Since I was a small boy, I had dreamed. That Spike would win this. I saw it coming, you know. And that's Spike Jones. But of course, I just had to share Tabitha Soren and Allison Stewart, two great news uh, anchors of our time, of course, on MTV. You know, I like, yeah. I remember that, but I'd forgotten about it. So that's like that's the original Kanye right there. I was gonna say they were uh, well, way ahead of Kanye. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. Now you're comparing MCA to to, to Yeezus. I don't know if that's no, fair. No, I'm comparing <laughs> Nathaniel Hornblower to Yeezus. Oh yes. Oh, the character that MCA was playing. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Yes. That's fair. Yeah. Well, I, I just like how she spelled out Jones. That was great. J O N Z E. Yeah. <laughs> Jones. Thank, Dude, you. Do you Thank you. Do you expect anything less from Tabitha and Allison? I mean, nope. and that, by the way, put them, journalism. Let's get <laughs> let's get Tabitha and Allison on the potential guest list. Uh, I think both of them would be great. So. And Kurt Loder, while we're at it. Well, yeah. I, I get, see, I knew it wouldn't be long is before. So that's 15 is minutes. Is he still alive? Barely. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. And, you know, I saw. You know, nice. he was at he was at Feldman's wedding. Yes, I'm serious. Really? Yes, and he's a lot. He's like a. He's he's kind of like a sculpture. But he's not Feldman, Kurt Loder. He's he's kind of yeah, like like, like like he's like a like he's he's it's like is this really Kurt 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 Loder? And it's it's it is it is it's like it's the same as if he walked out of your television, and then also attending not to get too much into this, but it was, since this is the MTV theme show, uh, John Norris, who does not look this John Norris. I don't know what wow. happened to John Norris. And then also <laughs> Sway. So you had the whole MTV news department, but you didn't have Allison Stewart and Tab of the Sworn. But now that we've gotten everything. Uh, everyone mentioned on this show, I'm really happy. We can call it quits now. This show's amazing. <laughs> All right, let's call it a day. All today. All right. Here's your best MTV moments. Yeah. All time, everybody. So, so uh, anyway, um, that's that's. So should we get into? Let's the, get into the, the countdown. Yeah. Enough, enough about the the love of MTV news. That'll be a different show. You know. Okay. Harrison, so, you, you gonna start us off, man? 
I'm going to start us off. I originally uh, lobbied to split the show up into different genres because I got a little overwhelmed making my list. Um, but then I kind of – it slowly dawned on me that the music video is essentially dead as a format, right? Right. Um, nobody – you heard of three videos last year. You heard of uh, Blurred Lines, Wrecking Ball, and uh, Bound 2. And those are literally the only three music videos that anybody talked about. That's a pretty good, pretty good sampler right there. And they're, <laughs> and they're all about – you know, basically people being batshit crazy in one way or the other. That's just <laughs> and the way naked. to advertise And naked, that. Yeah. 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 And naked. Yeah. Um, so I think I think we can cut – it's weird because you think the internet would be <laughs> I think perfect. Robin Thicke was videos. more about being talentless than – Well, crazy, I think that's yeah. a – Harrison, I think that's a <laughs> whole other – We're naked. So, so, that's a whole other topic. But anyway, we'll get to my list. So these, well, wait. So I want to interject here. I think that's a whole different topic because I think that's actually – Honestly, that's a technology thing, and I, I think not to get too mm-hmm. far off tangent, but obviously something that you know I feel passionate about. But technology will change that because the issue is with with the way we watch videos now online. We watch them in, in short form, right? We watch them in like three minute, four minute clip, depending on how much work you have to do at work. Uh, three minute, four minute, five minute, <laughs> thirty second clips. But you know, I think what'll happen eventually is we're gonna look back on this time. We're gonna say, oh, do you remember when we used to watch like a three minute video? And and, and eventually we're just gonna sit there and we're gonna be watching. 30 minutes or three hours of online streaming content that's all going to come in a row the same way that we watch television today. Uh, so I, I, I don't think the music video is necessarily dead forever. I think somebody could bring it back. I think, you know, because I think if we had somebody on the show who actually worked at YouTube, I think they'd completely disagree with you, right? And I think they, they are sitting there with the ability to build technology that would allow for long-form watching of videos. And I think also if you were to talk to a 12-year-old or a 15-year-old, they may disagree with you you too i think the the golden age of making videos may be different just because people uh spent a ton of money on these productions that were done for mtv and what mtv built up but uh but i don't think it's i don't think it's dead forever i think somebody and i put the onus on you you can build that technology i think somebody can go build that (laughs) and and build a platform i don't think vivo has really done it i think that uh somebody can go build a platform though that can allow for long-form video watching the same way that you listen to tracks on a spotify all right, that was a rant. Fair enough. Go ahead. No, <laughs> that was a hell of a rant. Uh, I was no, just going to say, saying, I, just, go ahead. I guess my point is that the, the, the video has lost it, the same cultural cachet it used to have. It was a much bigger I, deal to like, I don't, see a premiere video. Well, than, like, wait, but, but Harrison, Harrison, that's true across all media. That's not just music video. Yeah, I, I mean, that's – It's more in the no, – it's definitely more part of the, the larger noise spectrum that we yeah, have now where yeah. everything's more individualized. And, yeah, maybe there were a whole bunch of videos, but we're just not clued into them because it's just not our scene anymore. More, which is probably more likely the case, or the 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 um the media or the the style of videos has winnowed its way down to people in front of their uh, webcam singing, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Or how and about that's, and that's the other the, thing? That's the music video. Well, involved, the other so. thing is, two people are releasing obviously videos with actually no video. They're they're putting it on YouTube and it's just an audio clip, right? I think uh, I think actually yeah. the new Coldplay was released that way. So. Yeah, some people aren't doing videos at all. I, th- this is probably a whole other topic. And then you talk about the downfall of the music industry. I mean, the amount of money, and this is where it would be really interesting to talk this to to a, you know a, a person who actually lived this. And I've heard you know I've heard David Lowry speak from Cracker, who I can't stand anymore because of his stance on digital music. But he's talked about the amount of money that was poured into his band. Uh, you know, when when obviously when when the record company was pushing low and and Kerosene had and and all of that, and the amount of money that was put into things like music videos for a band like cracker i mean that would never happen today yeah. so um you don't have you don't really have anybody bankrolling it either now that being said youtube could turn into a production company right or somebody like that could easily turn into a production company and and get into it so 
Yeah. Well, I was just going to say one thing about the evolution of music video, but I just I think it's ironic that we you know that that all these videos were made in the 80s and 90s that were these big productions uh, that all this money was put into, and you had a lot of great directors actually working in those fields like Spike Jones and others who went on to make movies. But I think it's ironic that that we have much better technology now. Yeah. Um, you could do much more with the medium. Uh, but it's not done just for other for business reasons, not because we can't well, do it. So I think that's interesting because I think you know when I look at my list, I think it's all 80s and 90s and maybe yeah. the same. That's you, you know that's true across all music. I mean that's what I you know working in internet radio. I mean that's the amazing thing is that these ba- that the the tools are out there now to broadcast everything you do at a very low price, right? Um, both on audio and and video. Audio obviously being very cheap. And and a lot of and I think people aren't necessarily using all these tools because they're still trying to, to figure it out. So Todd, that's a that's a great point, and it's another point to the reason why I think the the music video could come back. I mean, I think if there's a 12 year old or a 13 year old who's maybe watching these clips on YouTube, that kind of person will have that idea and say, "Hey, I want to figure out a way for people to watch these in long form and maybe uh, invent the next version of, of MTV." All right, Harrison. Sorry. We <laughs> took your butt there. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I want to hear your list. No, 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 oh, here's you know, so at, at some point, we'll actually talk about the subject. Yeah, um, at hand. Okay. Oh, so I think you start. just wait. I think you just shut down my my brilliant genius or whatever. Uh, Joe uh, said. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Let's go. Um, so, like I said, like I had 15 videos slotted in uh, number five because I couldn't decide, and I think they're all. Do you want us? Way, should, another, but, uh, should we just turn our mics off and let you talk for the next 45 minutes, Harris? <laughs> yeah, 15. Yeah. yeah. I, but, let's just make it Harrison's 20. Yeah. Harrison's top 20. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So sorry. Right, okay. Uh, number five. Uh, uh, I went with uh, the rain, Super Duper Fly, Missy yeah. Elliott, as the quintessential hype Williams video of the and and very uh, definitional of that era of uh, hip hop, I think too, uh, and and rap. I think every video took something from from that video, which was one of the early ones, and and used it. Whether it was the uh, you know the fisheye lens or the uh, um, wearing the sunglasses with the the lighting reflected in them, the walking away backwards from the camera. Like there, there's so many like kind of cultural high points in that video that I, I really enjoy. So that's why. Is that the one where she wears the trash bag? Or not? The huge, yes, yes, yeah. the inflatable. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Which is again, the, the, iconic. The glad bag. Iconic. Okay, just, just wondering. To this day, Missy Elliott <laughs> is defined by that. So yes. I, you know, I think it, it made it made a, it, it it made its point. So that's my number five. All right. Number four, I have uh, Closer by uh, Nine Inch Nails. Ah. It's just another very awesome atmospheric video and one that you you would see all the time and you kind of couldn't get out of your head you know you couldn't turn away it was so shocking for the era i guess it's kind of par for the course now but it was really kind of out there uh, oh definitely I, I rewatched it this week actually and i thought it might be on your list it's not on mine yeah. but it's definitely it's uh yeah no you're right i mean it's it was funny because i was reading something about it and they were saying it was like one of the most unlikely hits imaginable in terms of the song just the song <laughs> itself and the video like and the video yeah how the, like you have to think that the, the record label was probably shocked that it was such a big hit. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah. In hindsight, I mean, I, yeah, I, it's I, like I snuff porn. It's like insane. Yeah. I mean, you got insects, nudity, bondage. You know, the beating heart. It's yeah. That, that stuff sticks in your head. Isn't that what that new movie? <laughs> isn't that what that new movie, Nymphomaniac, is about? <laughs> is that a real thing? That is a yeah, real thing, a real Todd. Thing. Oh yeah, oh, okay. that's a real thing. Yeah. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Oh, Shia. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, that's a good choice. Good choice. Number three, um, you know, we can argue about where it, its position on the list, but I think it should be on there. Um, is Thriller, 
Um, uh, oh yeah, no doubt. Yeah, for sure. Again, just a cultural touchstone. That was an event, you know, that, that played on CBS back on the, in the day. Like they had like a, like a, a show based like all around broadcasting through the first time, uh, you know, uh, no, that's that's on my list definitely. So yeah, well, yeah, marvelous, marvelous piece of work, and I think yeah, it's hard to not put that on any top list, you know, top video list. I think yeah, the quint a quintessential music video. So uh, sticking with that kind of epic vibe, on my number two, I go with uh, uh, Guns N' Roses' "November Rain." Yes, as a yes. great long form uh, music video. Oh, also oh. on my list, we've got a couple overlaps. Here. Nice. Um, you got the overturned table. You got the the w rain on the wedding day. You got Slash right. out in an abandoned field playing a guitar that's not plugged into anything. Yes, I thought about that, and I was like, you know, it would have taken away from it. I think if he was plugged in, I thought about First it. First of all, choice, he has the, the he has the hat on, and the hat carries electricity with it, so he doesn't need to be uh, yeah. plugged oh, in. I was yeah. going to say, yeah. think about that. Yeah. Slash doesn't it, need electricity. It probably is. Yeah, it's yeah. probably a woofer built yeah. through the top of that thing. <laughs> it is. It's, it's like Dr. Emmett Brown doesn't need roads. Slash doesn't need wires, <laughs> doesn't you know? Wires. Where we're going, actually, we don't need cords. <laughs> yeah. I was like, he does, yeah, you're right. The hat. Maybe it's the hat. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a, that was an epic video. And also oh, part, of, part of a trilogy, too, with uh, Paranoia. And, uh, I can't remember the other one. But, um, was it Strange part of that trilogy? Yeah, Strange. Right? Yeah, yeah. That was a weird video with Slash's love story with a dolphin, I think. The dolphins. <laughs> or no, yeah. I'm sorry. Axel's love story with the Axel's dolphins. Axel's love, yeah. yeah. That's when Axel finally floated away uh, to become <laughs> fat and floppy. <laughs> Start working on Chinese democracy. <laughs> exactly. So, number Moraine, you know, classic. Number oh, one, yeah. number one, I haven't said it, so it's got to be this, right? It's Sabotage, uh, Beastie ah. Boys, is my number one number one pick. Wow. 20 years old this year, and I think still holds up as just a amazing, frenetic, insane music video that was that's, perfect. So that's amazing. So, so yeah, another 20-year anniversary. The, the year yeah. of 94, we do have to do a show dedicated. That was a big year. Yeah, to, yeah. to the Huge year of 94. Closer was also 94. You yep. A couple of yeah, this yeah. this week is Downward Spiral's 20th anniversary, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. I'll listen to that. Yep. So you got Spike yeah. Jones at number one there. I didn't have I do, Spike yeah. at number one, but, I mean, that is a, it's a, it's a classic video. Everyone... Anyone who was uh, alive in the 90s <laughs> knows that video, I think, pretty well. Oh, for so, sure, yeah. It's not on my list, but I mean, it was... I was it's not on your list? You didn't even crack the top five? It's not in the top five, but it was in that uh, 15 videos that could have gone in the five slot. Wow. I, I was never a huge fan of that video, but I respect it. I think it's like... Oh, it's I think... Great... I, I, dude, I can I, I could watch that a million times. I think it's hysterical. One I, of my... I have another Spike Obviously. Jones one that I won't mention yet, but that's in my top five. All right. Well, there, there's there's my list. I guess there's gonna be some controversy here. And oh, like yeah. I said, like it's really hard um, to fill this in. But yeah, I got to watch a lot of Spike Jones videos, which are amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was fun this week, kind of going back and looking at watching these videos, like the whole thing, videos that I hadn't watched in years. Um, mm -hmm. So, wow. anyways, I'm, 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 sh I'm shocked that there was that, that it didn't make it. Okay, let's go. Todd. All right, should I go? All right. Yeah. All right. Well, number five. I'm actually a little surprised this wasn't on Harrison's list. We do have two overlaps, but. Number five, it was very hard to decide, as to say, on number five, because there's so many, there's just so much material to, to choose from. But I think this this one, for me, it went to number five because just the groundbreaking nature of, I guess, the band, the song, the movement. But I had Nirvana, Smells Like Teen Spirit. Interesting. Five. Um, okay. You know, that video, 
it just, I guess, symbolizes a lot for me, people of our generation. It was, it was, it was, see, was I, this, like, total, you know, it was just a, a total kind of revolution in music at the time. I had this, I, no, I had this conversation with myself about whether that made it on the list, and, and my thinking yeah. was that the song was so much bigger than that, even that music video. The music video is kind of, like, run-of-the-mill almost. Uh, I don't me, know if I'd go that to far impact, to say run-of-the-mill. Compared but... to, the, to the impact of the song, I mean, the, the video just, like, the video was good, but it was, like, it didn't compare to the act, to how big the song was, and that, so it was... Yeah, but for me, it's hard to, I, I think it's hard to separate the song from the video, which is true of a great video yeah no but I, I, I see what you're saying it's just for me I just thought like that that song is had such cultural impact that I, I would have liked the video to have been have a bit more I agree that the video is not like some epic production like you know some of the other ones we're talking about um, and there wasn't anything you know crazy about it but the whole idea of this like grunge pep rally was kind of cool and yeah no i, mean, I know like, these, i loved it these the, the cheerleaders and all these like long-haired people just dancing in a gym and like the, the janitor which i still love the fact that the janitor gets in there a few times um, nice. and, so, and the fact that when i rewatched the video i realized you never really see dave girl's face because he's like headbanging the whole time i love that nice <laughs> what are you gonna say scott no, yeah, a soft spot for the janitor. I actually remember I uh, the and then the 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 symbol that the cheer the anarchy symbol the cheerleaders were wearing. Yes, oh, which yeah. I then made I made that into a project in history. We were making like something in history class, and I actually in seventh grade I made the anarchy symbol in into the the thing and. Uh, our oh, seventh wow. grade, because I remember this Mr. Trenum who looked like Robin Williams, of course. He was like, you can't, he's like, you can't have that in this. It was like some, I don't know what the project was. And I was like, I don't know, what does it mean? And then I had to obviously learned what it meant. I just thought it was a symbol from a Nirvana video. So, wow, the yeah. censorship started early. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look at you, you're a rebel in seventh grade. There you go. Children yeah. Go on, anarchy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, I had to put that song in. I mean, I, I or the video in just because. Was it the anarchy or was it the star with the circle, the Satan? Like, which, what? Oh, uh, the pentagram? I think it was anarchy. Yeah, all right, anyway. Whichever no, it was. I think it was. Yeah. So that was my five. Number four, this is my Spike Jones pick, was Buddy Holly, a Weezer. Um, nice. I love the video. I rewatched it, and it, like, it just makes you, it, for me, it kind of makes me laugh. It's, like, such a fun video with the whole Happy Days theme. And I think Spike Jones, I have to assume that it was his idea, probably not really the guys in the band, but it's just, like, this perfect piece of nostalgia, I thought. Um, and I did. I watched Happy Days growing up, even though it was on reruns. Wasn't watching it, but yeah, I don't know. I thought it was great. The whole Fonz dance-off thing, and the uh, the guy Al who owns the place making his jokes. Anyway, that that video to me, it's Mr. hard Miyagi, to think of man. Weezer and like the early, you know. And that again, that's 20 years old too, I think. So, uh, but to think of Weezer without thinking of or hear that song, I would say. And not think of that video. So. Yeah, and groundbreaking on the digital front too, as far as like mixing old and new video. Oh and, yeah, and, and that was that was a big deal. So yeah, yeah good pick. Definitely. So that's number four. Number three. This is the one. I, it's a little out left field, um, but this video, this made such an impression on me back when it came out, and it's very trippy. It's out there, but I think it's it's <laughs> incredible. And uh, anyway, the number three, I have Paranoid Android Radiohead, um, nice. which is a very bizarre video for those who haven't seen it. It's all animated, so I think Tom York was happy that he didn't have to appear in anything. Uh, and uh, I was describing the video to Vicky this morning because she was like, I've never seen that before. And then I realized in describing it just how weird it is uh, <laughs> with the guy like cutting off his own limbs with an axe and then falling into the ocean and the mermaids saving. Anyway, 
It's, I think it, I love that song, but the video is just incredible. So I know you guys probably don't have that on your list. Yeah, but... that's not going to be on my list. And also, Tom York <laughs> is going to sue you for just talking about that's his true. work yeah. on a I digital on a digital stream here. Yeah, he's uh, going. Uh, yeah. No, I, I, I put a lot of thought into whether or not. Um, uh, Tom York was going to end up on the list, but he, yeah, didn't quite. They had some great videos, I, actually, but they're all very, yeah, they're all very atmospheric and I, yeah, moody, like, like the Karma, music, Karma so. Police, I could have put on too. Karma Police was a very yeah. cool, moody, atmospheric kind of video. But anyway, Karma that, Police is insane. That's is that the the guy being chased by the car? Yeah, in slow motion. Yeah, yes. that one's fantastic. But I anyway, Paranoid Android to me, if you watched, go watch that video. It's like I don't know. I, you know, I don't think you have to be on anything to enjoy it, but it's a great <laughs> video. Anyways, number two, here's where we, we get some more overlap. Number two, I did have Thriller. Um, you know, to me, that's an undeniable one. You could even, I had a hard time with my one and two. They're almost interchangeable. But, uh, you know, Harrison already covered a lot of it. But it was this epic video. It was basically a short film uh, that John Landis directed. And if you ever see, have you guys seen the making of Thriller? That's a, that's a really cool thing. They talk about the makeup in, in that. And I think that that was, you know, the whole thing was very much... It was groundbreaking. It was ahead of its time, and it was an event. And that's the thing, like you, you know, you you don't see that anymore, and that's not going to happen. And this was we're talking thirty. That was thirty-one years ago. Um, but really, that I think that it put Michael Jackson, it put well, put MTV, it took MTV to another level, put them on the map. It kind of did, you know, worked for both of them. Obviously, MTV became a huge, much bigger, I think, after that. And obviously, Michael Jackson was this cultural phenomenon of the '80s. So anyway, that was my number two. Um, and then number one, November Rain, Guns N' Roses. Um, that one, I think that one, I, I put that at one instead of, and that put that over Thriller only because, and it's probably partly just because of my our age, but, you know, the summer, I think it was summer of 92, when that video was like nonstop heavy rotation on MTV. Yep. And you could it not that, avoid it. Was it. that and Jeremy were like yes. in con a constant loop that summer, I remember. Yeah. And yeah. Jeremy actually I almost put in the five slot too because that was such a great video. But uh -huh. but yeah, November Rain had everything. I mean, you have the you know Axel's the wedding to, to Stephanie Seymour, the death, the, the guitar solo outside the chapel, and everything about it. The bouquet toss onto the casket. Uh, I mean, yeah. that was but that was one of those videos that I remember that summer. Every time it came on, you wanted to see it and you wanted to watch the whole thing. Which for a like eight minute song, that's pretty impressive. Yeah to want to watch every time it came on because it was that good. So that's my number one. That's good choice. It. I good can't argue with Yeah, good choice. No, the November Rain video is incredible. I mean, and Todd, I like your play-by-play, -by, -play, by the way. I wanted to get your play-by-play -play while playing yeah. the track, actually. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, so that was great. It's so – and you know, what, you know what else is cool at this video? Is seeing the old school GNR lineup, and they're all, like, hanging yes. out at a wedding, and there's something yes. about the fact that they're all just hanging out – and you got Gilby Clark, Axel, uh, Sorum, and Duff McKagan, and obviously there are several other lineups in Slash. But this line, like, it's cool because it's really the last time I you probably actually see them hanging out. It, it, I mean, yeah. Gilby, all right, that that crew. That's the last time you actually see them really and, hanging out together. Yeah, so. it, it went to shit right after that. Yeah, yeah. So, it's uh, true. And it, I love the, how they're all hanging out at the bar the night before the wedding. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're smoking, they're taking shots. It's like. I was like, on the they're, table. At, they're at the Rainbow yeah. Room, actually. I didn't realize it was the Rainbow Room on Sunset Boulevard, which nice. is great because they. God, you really know the play by play. Scene. Right now, uh, this I, is dude, the part. I, yeah, this I is... went back and watched it very carefully. Yeah, where there's smoke. You know, it's like 
Right, the night before, this is the night before, it's like 3 a.m., the bachelor should yeah. be in bed, but instead he's hanging out with some random chicks with his boys. It's great. Yeah. And then they go to the wedding, obviously, and then it all, oh. we know what happens after that. And My then, favorite part at the wedding, though, is, is uh, when Slash is the best man. It's <laughs> so funny because oh the guys God. hate each other. <laughs> And I was like, Slash is the best man at Axel's, you know, but, video wedding. But, wait, but let's my not... favorite part is when Slash forgets the ring, Todd, you know... and then Duff has it. Duff has the ring on his pinky. That just happened. That just happened, right Right, it. just before this. Yeah. I love that part. And it's like this goofy moment, which I love because the band took itself, it seemed like they took themselves very seriously, but that was the beauty of this video was like, even though they, Axel clearly takes himself very seriously. Todd, I, I just want... hearted moment. Oh, and no, that... See, yeah, go well, ahead. But the, see, there's this, there's this vague moment here now where Stephanie Seymour dies somehow, but we don't know how. My yeah, theory. Yeah, I was gonna ask about see, that. My theory, is that she, my theory is that she's she's running she's running inside with everybody else. She slips and falls and cracks her head open on the overturned table. What? Murdered. Murdered by the murdered. rest of the GNR. You guys, you know, wait. You guys. Murdered, murdered so you think that they were afraid she was gonna be a Yoko or something? No, I think she just, it was just a tragic moment where, you know, the overturned table d does her in. But, you know, it's its left to your imagination. Silence, guys. Silence, guys. Slash is stepping outside right now. Uh -oh, okay. He's stepping outside. See, this is his musical confessional right here. Yes. Ah, pushed her! <laughs> Look at that. I mean, he needs, he need. oh, he doesn't even have the hat on. I, how does he have electricity? Ah, I can't dude, even, that's a, wow. It's, it's divine intervention. He's not even wearing the hat. All right, so Slash plays outside the church. It's amazing. The church is definitely in Indiana because that's definitely Indiana, which is where <laughs> Axel is from. I mean, there's no other place on earth that looks like that. So that has to be Indiana. Uh, and it's amazing. Nobody, nobody drove by and even saw Slash just playing the guitar outside the church. If well, anyone has supernatural electric powers, it's Slash, any guitarist. Yeah, you know? That's <laughs> that's true. The hat's in the ch the hat's in the chapel. It's powering the chapel. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're <laughs> probably gonna right. keep the lights on. Yeah, you're yeah. probably right. All right, Todd. Well, one other thing. Yeah. The priest, the priest, the look on his face when Duff gives him the ring. I love that. Another great part of the. There's so many great moments in that video. That's why I. The more I'm talking about it, the more I. I realize it does belong at number one for me, you know, over Thriller. Even though I yeah. love Thriller, it was great. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's obviously a, a great one. And, uh, my, man, that November so rain. I love Breakdown, breakdown in November rain. All right, so my list. I'm going to take it's, a page out of Harrison's book, and I'm going to mention some of the stuff that didn't make my list because this was an overwhelming topic, of course. So number one that didn't make my list, for, and each one didn't make my list for, for various reasons, uh, Number one that didn't make my list was Paul Abdul opposite the track. I felt like we're too old to really <laughs> to really like that. But man, the cartoon. The, yeah, I mean he nice. he likes cigarettes, but I hate the smoke. Like with yeah. the, and then she takes the cigarette out of his hand. I love that. And and it was really you know and obviously anybody who has an appreciation for Roger Rabbit has to have an appreciation for Paul Abdul's opposite the track video. Nice. The other one that would make my list but doesn't because of various circumstances is Michael Jackson's Black or White. Another, it was a total event, obviously, when that came out, 
But based upon the way we look at Michael Jackson now and Macaulay Culkin being the video, it's, I can't. It's it can't be on the list. It simply cannot be on on the list. Uh, that was when there was. I think we will call that the Michael Jackson steroid era, where everybody was. You know, we all knew he was a weird creeper, but nobody was willing to talk about it out loud, and we we're just going to let him set records and not and and think we could just get by it. You know. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. And that I, good. and I really the song is awesome too. Black or white's a yeah. great great song. I like Black or White. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's funny that Michael Jackson had probably more event type of videos than any other yeah, artist. You know, because yeah, yeah. But but the funny thing is that you know he really not he never really. I mean, I think he creatively peaked at Thriller, and so it was all kind of. I mean, Bad had some great stuff, but. Yeah, you know, I think dangerous was a big disappointment. So, so the remember okay. the time video with Magic Johnson did not make the list for anybody. Oh, I was talking about that last night. I was talking about that. I love how we got two videos from the same album with Magic Johnson and Michael Jordan yeah. on Jam. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's Jam. Great. Oh, you guys. Yeah, well, it's oh, funny Jam. because Space Jam Two is being yeah. rumored now, and I wanted to bring that up in our oh. previous episode, but that's a whole other topic. Only uh, if Bill Murray's in it. Only if Bill Murray's in it. Yeah, Space Jam Two. <laughs> yeah, well, Bill Bill Murray. With the Chicago connection with Michael Jordan, of course, obviously. But anyway. Yeah, but, so I, but yeah. there are a lot of Michael Jackson other videos, I guess you could include. Though I did watch Billie Jean again, and I don't think I don't see why so many people think it's the best video ever. Yeah. I don't, I don't get it. It's very low budget and cheesy, I thought. Yeah, I agree with yeah. you on that. I don't think it belongs in the list. And then the, my my the one that I really want to put on the list that isn't on there, because I think it's 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 powerful and creative, especially for the time. I think now you look back and you're like, that was considered powerful. But I thought Van Halen's right now uh, was was somewhat somewhat of a powerful oh, yeah. video. And yeah. but but it's it's not going to make the cut. So I'm going to start. Well, that one of that well. You're right, but it was a great video at the time. At the time, I thought it was really deep, and then you get older and you're like. Yeah. Okay, nothing Van Halen's doing is deep. Okay, yeah. I realize that now. But in yeah. seventh or eighth grade, it's like, oh my gosh, they're really. He's up there with like you know, it's like run, Runaway Train. Um, you know, uh, yeah. another another cause video. There were know. a lot of like message videos yeah, I feel message like in that, that time. Yeah. With Jeremy, you could put up there too. And Jeremy, I almost yeah. put in my list. It's a it's a yeah. great video. Jeremy it's almost. Like a movie. It doesn't make the cut though. It's just not. If there's something bad, it doesn't it's make the cut. So cut. so yeah. as I yeah. say this, I'm going. This is a great segue to my number five, which is. Cindy Lauper's Goonies are good enough because any video, no. any video that can incorporate oh, no. Captain Lou Albano, Rowdy Roddy Piper, wow. uh, Fred Blassie, uh, Nikolai Volkov, <laughs> among other wrestling greats, and combine that with one of my favorite films of all time. Yes, it's a film, not a movie. A, a film, film, Goonies. Goonies. Yeah. It's it's Goonies. amazing. I mean, it, and it has a whole, it has it has like a whole segment of uh, a talk segment and a skit and a bit, and it has all these wrestling people. And a great song to go along with it. I mean, are you good all enough? City, all of Cindy Lauper's videos came off as like some sort of weird um, wrestling sitcom. Yeah, didn't, <laughs> didn't each one was yeah. a different episode. Yeah. Didn't girls just want to have fun? Have Lou Albano in it too? I think, yeah, yeah. I think he always yeah. played her dad. Yeah. Oh, think, yeah. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so, but this one didn't just have Captain Lou. <laughs> I mean, this had the entire WWE. F at the time, yeah. superstar WWF, crew, yeah. with the exception wow. of Hulk Hogan because he was too busy. Uh, uh, I, I don't know he well, and I don't. Macho geez. Man did not make an appearance either. But uh, oh, and by I the need way, to go back and watch that. Number five. So number five, Goonies are good enough by Cindy Lauper. Number four, uh, I couldn't leave this off my list. I didn't know what to make again. It's part of a trilogy. I believe it is part of a trilogy. Uh, I picked. Aerosmith crying, but obviously there's amazing also, uh, and then there's yeah. there's the other one. Crazy. Crazy, crazy. yeah. So I picked crying now. It, crazy because it has 
both both Liv Tyler and Alicia Silverstone. But crying, man, when she's on the bungee cord, she sticks her middle finger up. Uh, that's yeah. Oh, yeah. that's a classic, right? Stephen Dorff. I think this is the second Stephen Dorff. We had Stephen Dorff mentioned, I think, last week. In la- oh, he was on Judgment. He was in Judgment Night. Judgment yeah. Night. So, oh, yeah. yeah. This show is becoming like a, a where are the '90s now kind of show. I think. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, I love the '90s. So, yeah. So number four is Aerosmith's "Crying." No, that's a great video. At, great, yeah, great trilogy. You know, uh, gave, gave the world a lot. So my yeah. <laughs> my my three seed is is different as we approach March of Madness. My three seed is actually November Rain. Okay, not my number one uh-huh. seed. So my three, three, my three is November Rain. My number two is Thriller, and my okay. number so one. Yes, yeah, so we had some overlap. My number one is a video that it really t- takes you back to the time. It had to be right around 1990, I believe. It incorporates everything that videos of that time incorporated. First of all, it's a it's a soundtrack cut, okay? So it has the the clips from the movie, okay? A few clips from the movie, right? So, as a this promo. better not be Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. It is not Brian Adams, no. Okay, not Brian Adams. Everything I do. Not Brian Adams. It has a few clips. It has a few clips. It has a cassette deck in the in the uh, in in the in the in the video and it has a this weird awkwardness between a nerdy guy and a hot chick so it had everything you needed and Classic it also video theme. yeah and it also had <laughs> <I'm sorry> crying. <laughs> and it also yeah that's true and it also had billy idol so billy idol cradle of love was my number one oh, i th- wow. that video i just remember watching it uh, a million times of course it also did connect with andrew dice clay and the adventures of ford fairlane for those who haven't seen it don't waste your <laughs> oh, time that's the soundtrack, but, right? yeah yeah that's the it is on that soundtrack but it was also i mean what a great song as well and uh i mean that's in my opinion i'm not speaking for the rest of the hosts here on the show <laughs> but billy idol cradle of love was my my number one for those who don't remember how that video went down basically it started with the guy in his apartment and the hot chick from downstairs and she has to come over to listen to a tape because she doesn't have <laughs> she doesn't have a cassette now if you don't think I mean, this must have been a, a porn turned into a video, right? It started. It had to be. Like, He's cut all the good parts like, out. Yeah, yeah. And, and fill that in with uh, movie tie-ins. Yeah. Right, and Billy Idol coming out of a, a painting. He's like, do you, I don't know if you guys remember, but he's in a he's in a painting, and she comes over and she uh-huh. puts the and it's not just a cassette. It's a mixtape, guys. It's a it's oh. a yeah. It is a. We bl- talked about mixtape yeah, last week. Yeah, it's a mixtape, and then and then she's playing the song, and then he spills wine right on her. On her, on her blouse, exactly into her cleavage, and then she's like, "I gotta take my blouse off now." And then Billy Idol starts to come out of the painting on the wall, and this happens. I mean, come on, guys, Cradle of Love. I, I I mean, that video, you know, was it was a great video. I think any any uh, male uh, who was our age at the time probably wanted to watch that video. Oh. It's. <laughs> It's so bizarre, this video. Was it right. a model or something? She's, I thought she was some model. I, I'm sure she was. I don't know. She's, she, Yeah, and she's got to be about 50 now. So anyway, that song was yeah, maybe, maybe we can get her as a guest. Yeah, yeah we should. <laughs> we, we should. She'd be her great. Her or Stephanie Seymour, one of those. What, yeah, I wonder what else was on the mixtape that she brought over to the, to the guy's house. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think the guy lasted much longer than one song. So anyway, um, so let's go to the, the, the list, the final list. There's no doubt that obviously Thriller and November Rain make the list. Got to figure out the order. Uh, let's get one to those. We'll, we'll figure that out later. We'll get to those. So those those will be one and two most likely. Then we got a whole bunch of other stuff. I, I think the Goonies are good enough will be eliminated. 
Um, yeah, so, I think I, so I'm okay with that. I don't. I don't see. There's no other uh, overlap. I. I it, so here's the here's the rundown of, of what else we have besides Goonies are good enough. Uh, we've got Nirvana smells like Teen Spirit. Both Buddy Holly and Sabotage. Spike Jones. Uh, uh, music videos. Paranoid Android. Nine Inch Nails. Closer and the Missy Elliott. The Rain, which I want to talk about because. I didn't put any hip hop on my list, and I, I wanted to put hip hop on, and and uh, and I couldn't really come up with one that was strong enough. The one that almost made my list was Dre Day. Um, I think that video is really good. Oh yeah. But uh, I thought about that or nothing but a G thing. Both. Of yeah. Those are good. Yeah. Both both of those, yeah. Also, Gin and Juice was really good. Gin and Juice. Um, What's my name? Was that the one? Yeah. 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 Some of the Snoop solo videos were great. Yeah. Gin yeah. and Juice. That's a good. Oh, this could go on forever. You're right. Gin and Juice is a really good one. His parents are away. Classic. You know, like the ultimate. It's the ultimate block party video. Yeah. yeah there are a yeah. lot of those oh, yeah. back then. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think in my mind, I think Missy Elliott should be on the list to to give some hip hop representation because I think we went right. heavy on the rock. I'll take it. Um, That's true. And it I'm was. Cool and and th- th- that video, as weird as it was, and as, if you think it's good or bad, people talk about it. And that's the key, right? Yeah. I mean, people talk about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. All right. So, oh, Miss, yeah. Missy Elliott at three. Number five? Well, not oh, necessarily three. three. Okay. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Well, let's, we're doing three through five now in no particular order, right? Missy Elliott, The Rain. So, I mean, I think one of the Spike Jones ones has to get on Sabotage Your Buddy Holly. So, Scott, you want to break your the break, tie there? Tiebreaker, yeah. Oh, sabot- I go Sabotage. I, yeah. I, okay, I thought yeah. Sabotage yeah. was going to be actually yeah. in your top five. I was surprised. Yeah, I kind of stayed away. I, I, It was funny. I think it's just because I was kind of Spike Jonesed out by the time we made the list because, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's been, we've been talking about Spike Jones and obviously on the Oscars and everything, and I just kind of wanted to find non-Spike Jones stuff. Um, so I think <laughs> yeah. that's why in my head I think that's what I wanted to do. So anyway, I so uh-huh. let's go with – with sabotage, okay. and now we're down to so the, the the remaining videos would be "Cradle of Love" by <laughs> Billy Idol, <laughs> "Crying" by Aerosmith, "Nirvana Smells Like Teen Spirit," and Nine Inch Nails." Closer. I, I'm eliminate. All right, I, I, let's start eliminating things. I'm gonna eliminate "Paranoid okay. Android." Is that is that fair? That's okay. Oh, that's I okay. figured I figured you guys weren't gonna be okay. You know, so I just wanted to talk about it. So now we've got <laughs> so so so. I feel like I'm not getting much love for Cradle of Love. I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. I, okay. I, I think it's a it's right. a fun video, but it's, I think it's hard to put it up there with either it's gone. You know, closer or smells like Teen Spirit. Okay. Uh, All right. Fine. So back to you, Scott. Now you're the tiebreaker. Closer or smells like Teen Spirit. And oh, well, and saying. no one's gonna support Crying. I guess Crying is uh, Crying. Oh, crying's actually, out. Crying could. I don't know. Uh, crying, yeah. Crying. I, I mean, I, think it's a, I don't know. I feel like it might right. be a notch below the other two. Oh, uh, yeah. I think crying has, thinks... crying has much more significance than so. than closer. Who would you you'd rather see Alicia Silverstone giving you the finger or Trent Reznor tied up in leather? <laughs> Your choice. I mean, that's what it comes down to. Can I switch it? Can I have her tied up in leather and, uh, <laughs> and Trent Reznor? That's it. Ah, wow. Yeah, that you can create that mashup video. Go right ahead. Okay. Um. So I think in that I guess in, I guess the two then cancel each other out and we, we bring in Nirvana smells like Teen Spirit to you can't go Todd. wrong with that one it is a classic yeah. I'll, I'll yeah I'll, I'll right. go with that yeah. all right so now we have to order I, them. I I did want to mention one piece of research I did regarding Aerosmith and their videos was was I don't want to miss a thing and the Armageddon <laughs> soundtrack yeah. and what an awful song that is. And I discovered a fun fact about that song. I don't know if you guys know this. Aerosmith doesn't make awful songs. Seriously, they don't. Uh, no, it's, it's that, not. 
maybe awful is strong, but it's because, so cheesy. Because this, yeah. Yeah, maybe that. they have a lot of cheesy. But this week, I happened to hear because it happened to come on in some like Spotify radio situation I was messing with or something. Uh, Aerosmith's "Falling in Love Is Hard on the Knees," and you know oh, what? Yes. You know what? Not a bad song. Like cheesy, yeah, but catchy as yeah. hell. I, it's so, a fun song. You know, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I would go so far as to say Aerosmith doesn't make awful songs, though. I don't know if I would go that far because right. they did some pretty bad stuff. But, but anyways, I all I discovered was that so I went back and watched the scene of with Ben Affleck and Liv Tyler, which uses the music as somewhat of a backdrop, mm-hmm. and it's like one of the with the animal crackers. It's one of the worst scenes I've ever I can imagine. <laughs> I, I really recommend if you want a good laugh, like a cringeworthy laugh, watch that. It's only like 90 seconds or two minutes. There's a clip on YouTube. And it's horrible. And if I was Liv, Liv Tyler's father, they were joking about this. They're like, no wonder that Aerosmith couldn't come up with their own song to soundtrack their daughter getting affleked. <laughs> and I was like... Yeah. What, what would you rather... Okay, this song... Would you rather use this song in a movie or Brian Adams' Everything I Do? Everything it, I Do. I mean, I know we're getting off topic, but... Is Brian I Adams? Think everything I do, I think I'd actually go with that. Everything I do, let's, yeah. Let's let's for yeah. Sure. Let's do this for a second. Let's let's put them head to head for one second here. So you got don't want to miss a thing, obviously, which is from Armageddon. And then let's see, let's yeah. I, I kind of want to see these head to head. Yeah, let's go Brian Adams. I could be fun. Yeah. Yeah, let's check. So then you I got, may regret those words in a minute. Well, let's Brian, Brian Adams. And Brian Adams does have, and, and another component, the soundtrack component is big on the video, as far as the video yes, list, you know? that's true. Oh, yeah. Harrison, you, Harrison, you're right. Yes. Brian Adams yeah. wins. Yeah. Brian Adams. Dude, he's like a mile. Yeah. Dude. I yeah. think I did a lot of uh, overskating at Wheel of Wow, you know, <laughs> to that song. Awesome. It was definitely a slow skate, you know, a couple, couple skates. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm having a moment, guys. Yes. Man, you just picture Kevin Costner right now. <laughs> oh, in the video, at that point, that's he gets catapulted over the wall. Uh, oh, in, wow. In, in, <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh. the castle. So the, the, so the one other fun fact about Don't Want to Miss a Thing is that it was originally written, I know it was written by Dan Warren, who wrote all these cheesy pop songs from the 80s and 90s, but it was originally written for Celine Dion, and then Aerosmith took it, apparently. <laughs> that <laughs> is pretty bad. So that, that is bad. if you want yeah. damning evidence yeah. right there, I present Exhibit A. Yeah, that's pretty bad. It's supposed to be a Celine Dion song, and, well, and Aerosmith was basically like, we're creatively done, so we'll do this song. And that's when Steven Tyler was starting his transgender phase as well, right? So it worked, it worked out <laughs> yes. well. Yeah. Yes, him and, and, uh, it, and Bruce Jenner. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, all right, let's... Uh, so anyway, I had to yeah. mention that. Let's get, ahead, so, so I think so the, the final list, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... Uh, this is what the final list could look like. Number one, November Rain. Number two, Thriller. Number three... Three, Missy Elliott. Number four, Sabotage. And number five, Smells Like Teen Spirit. Uh, any issues with the order? Do we need to change the order? Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. Final yeah, list. Fine. Final list. Our favorite videos. Number five, Nirvana Smells Like Teen Spirit. Number four, Beastie Boys Sabotage. Number three, The Rain by Missy Elliott. Number two, Thriller by Michael Jackson. And number one, Axel's Wedding. Yes. November Rain.
Well, this was Beautiful. fun. Yes. This is a this yeah. is, this is this was fun and a very long show as expected, I think. Ah. And uh, yeah. getting into now the the news segment of the show as we recap the week in, in music news uh, from our perspective because the whole show is from our perspective. So I wanted to start with with Billy Corgan doing an eight hour version of Siddhartha at his tea shop in Highland Park, <laughs> Illinois. I don't know if nice. you, do we, if I need to yes. repeat that sentence. I just said it for real. Um, he did no. a. So did you guys read about this by any chance? I did. I, I did. I saw Vice. Uh, Vice.com has an article up right now called "A Brief History of Billy Corgan Losing His Goddamn Mind." Yes, uh, <laughs> which I, I recommend to everybody to read. That was on my my. I gotta list. check that out. That was my that was my weekly list too. So that was my same bit. So, read yeah. read that article. <laughs> it is great. The Vice Vice did do a very good good piece on the Corgan the Corgan experiment, but also the Chicago Tribune went out and videotaped people while they were in line to go see the eight hour rendition of <laughs> Siddhartha. Siddhartha. So he re- he reads the it's it's the text, and then he has put weird noises behind the text. But these are the reactions to people who were in line before they have actually seen the performance. And you've got to hear these these fans and their reactions. Hang on, you you got to hear this. These are this is awesome. So what brought you out to the show? I've always loved Billy Corgan, and he happens to be right here near my neighborhood. Oh, that's a great I heard reason. About it yesterday yeah. evening, and they said there was going to be a show here tomorrow about Siddhartha, and I love the book, so <laughs> that was a weird coincidence. It might happen to me. May have to be William as well, so it was like maybe it's meant to be or something. He came because his name is William, and uh, so is Billy, Billy Corgan. Because we're really big fans, uh, we love his music, and love the book. I'm going to pause because this guy's the best. He's wearing a Macho Man hoodie. Okay, I'm just letting you know <laughs> the guy who's about to talk. Yeah. Siddhartha also. Uh, we're just really excited to see both things. So. Oh wait, he didn't talk yet. This this guy has a top hat and sunglasses on. I'm just letting you know. What about Siddhartha? Do you like? What does that book mean to you? Well, it's about an. Uh, He's like, it's a book. What? What? The founder of Buddhism, the 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 first Buddha, yeah. or, or official Buddha, it was uh, Gita, was it uh, Gitama Siddhartha? I believe that's how it's pronounced. I'm probably mispronouncing it. Uh, He's an expert, though. <laughs> he, uh, in the book by Herman Heese, who uh, wrote the book uh, due to a, what, a quote, the sickness of life. Uh, actually, I haven't read it. This okay. was, uh, I bought it twice and ended up going out to friends all the time. Never comes back. Uh, is that the best? This guy has bought it for other people. He's bought the book for of other course. people. Yeah. Yeah. I figure this would be a great way to finally get that exposure to it. I wanted to read it for a religion class, but yeah. the religion class didn't consider it religious enough. <laughs> what was, Thank uh, you. What were your initial... Oh, here's the guy with the Macho Man hoodie. ...reactions to uh, when you heard he's going to be doing a nine-hour performance of Siddhartha? That, I mean, more power to him, especially, like, you know, that he announced that it would be free to the fans. You know, I think that, you know... It makes me appreciate him more as an artist because he's not in it. Free. Like he was going to charge for this shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, for the art of it. It's really, you know, and it really makes me appreciate him a lot more because yeah. some bands today would probably, like, you know, 30 bucks at the door type thing. But no. For- yeah. A lot of bands would charge you $30 to see them reinterpret it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice environment. Well worth coming out to see him do that. You can't stay away. <laughs> Finding. No, I think you can stay away. Everyone, everyone can perform. This guy here, he's gonna break it down. Listen to this guy. Magic. Everyone can reach his goals if 
he's able to think, if he's able to wait, if he's able to fast. That's from the Chicago Tribune. That was amazing. That little video clip of about four people in line. I don't know how many others were in line, but they definitely picked out four or five great people to speak with about that. I, uh, so I, and, and, and Corgan, I like, he described it as a uh, ambient musical interpretation of Herman Hesse's Siddhartha, Siddhartha <laughs> built by modular synthesis on the fly. And he said readings of the text to go hand in hand with whatever is created. And my favorite part about the Rolling Stone story was that the Tribune reporter, they, they didn't let him in. Yeah. Because, <laughs> because, awesome. they had, because they had blasted or mocked the performance. And they just, they, Mike, the, the best part was the Tribune quote that Corrigan, that pissed him off so much was, was the quote was, the problem with sipping oolong in a hip suburban tea house is that it can seem pretentious, but not always pretentious enough. <laughs> that, was their, that was what they wrote about it. That was, yeah, so so definitely um, don't bother checking out the actual performance because it is so weird. Billy Corgan has this weird – he has a huge – he looks like he's a member of the AV club, basically. He's putting, like, these wires in weird places, and then he has this big belly, too. It's so strange. Uh so yeah, that was that was uh that was a little bit strange this week, and then so, that's one thing you might have missed. This yeah, week. that's one thing you might have missed. <laughs> also, you might have missed um, Andre three thousand playing Jimi Hendrix, which the first clip of that has come out now, and I was and I went into to seeing that uh, seeing the clip, and I was like, this is gonna be terrible. I think this is going to be terrible, and then I want you to listen to the clip because he literally sounds like Jimi Hendrix. It's pretty, yep. it's pretty yeah, it's pretty incredible. Yeah. And yeah. this project has been rumored for years, I feel like, so it's yeah. cool that it's finally Here. happening. No, of course not. <laughs> yeah. You excited? It's still crazy to me. Like, all these acts are going to be on stage. He's Simon and Garfunkel, Otis Redding, Jess Joplin. Come and on, you. man. I mean, that's pretty good, right? I mean, that's yeah. he, he literally sounds like you hear Jimi Hendrix in interviews. So, yeah, Andre 3000 coming out is Jimi Hendrix's uh, movie called All Is By My Side. It's premiering at South by Southwest nice. this week. Ah, of course. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, that's those are some of the, the news bits that uh, that I had. And, uh, oh, one more thing, of course, <laughs> the new I wanted to get your take on the new Coldplay. I thought it sounds like a song John Legend would come out with. Uh, anybody else? But opinion? not in a good way. No, no, not in <laughs> no. No, I, I yeah, I listened to the new single. It's called Magic. I thought it was boring. Total. It's funny. I don't use the term milk toast often, but that's <laughs> that's what came to mind when I listened to the song. And I actually like Coldplay generally speaking, but I thought this song was everything people hate about them. So, and it's a very forgettable. I yeah, I haven't sought it out. I figured I'd be assaulted by it later, so I didn't. Uh, you will yeah, be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, yep. you, Prepare you, yourself. Yeah, yeah. You for, yeah for me, uh, my thing of the week. Uh, I, I heard that Julian Casablancas is coming out with a new album. I guess it's called Julian Casablancas and the Voids. And they put out a preview video uh, this week, well, like two uh -huh. and a half minute clip, just with uh, some music, you know, mixed in with video. And it sounds really good. It sounds like kind of a more uh, uh, modernized, aggressive version of The Stroke. So um, looking forward to that when it comes out. That sounds cool. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Todd, anything else on the news portion of the show that you wanted to cover here? Um, just that uh, interesting Game of Thrones oh, yeah. promotion we talked about. Called uh, there's a rap compilation that's coming out called Catch the Throne, put together by the producers of Game of Thrones, and I think I know it features Big Boy Scott. Do you know who else is on there? Yeah, I know Big Boy's on it. Uh, I'm not a Game of Thrones guy yet, so I, oh, I, I know Big Boy's oh, on it. Yeah, I got to pull up the first track. Oh, Wale's on it. And, Wale, that's yeah, right. Yeah, Wale, and the DC first connection. track is from Wale. 
and it sounds something like this. Uh, if we can get the, the first track up here, yeah. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, and I like Wale's. Wale, I, you know, anybody who can rap about Ovechkin, of course, is okay in my book. So, oh yeah, uh, that's, I think Com yeah. Commons on there as well. That's the other one. That yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, when, so that's in, pretty cool. Am I reading? Wait, am I reading this right? The Daddy Yankee is on the compilation. I did see Daddy where, Yankee as well. Where did they find Daddy Yankee? They, they said they wanted it to be a rap and Latin artist uh, oh, compilation. Okay, that was the idea. So. Yeah. They want to cover their reggaeton basses right there. Yeah, well, they had to go back to 2006 to do that. <laughs> and, uh, I wonder if they could get Pitbull, too. Uh, I've got a story, a, radio, I, I, a story I'm not going to get into now because we're, we've already gone like an hour, and there's probably uh, a half a listener left, maybe. But, uh, Joe, how you doing? Anyway, I've got a, <laughs> I've got a story. About, there, I, when I worked I at XM, and th there was a guy there in the programming department who thought reggaeton was going to be the biggest thing ever? I'm not. I'm not. Wouldn't be surprised if he maybe works in the marketing department at HBO right now because he thought reggaeton would be the key to getting every Latin person to subscribe to XM Satellite Radio. And, uh, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, he was wrong. Nice. All right. So that's the news of the week. And what are you guys listening to this week? Nothing. Silence. Uh, I'm dead listening air. to that. <laughs> Right. Uh, I was I'm listening to the English Oceans by the Drive-By Truckers, their new album. Uh, just oh. started getting into that. It's pretty what good. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, it, it's good. It, it, it you know it's kind of your your mel uh, mellow Drive-By Trucker sound. Um, you know, good Southern rock. So uh, give it give it a listen. It's it's very cool. I have to yeah. check it out. Yeah, I want to check that out too. I, I meant to check it out this week. So good review from Harrison. That's solid. Next up, Todd. What do you have um, to man? I've been listening to a couple of things. Broken Bells. Um, pretty uh. Oh, their new stuff, I like everything I've heard. I mean, I think their first album was, was excellent. So the new stuff sounds great, and uh, I'm going to see them tomorrow night. So I'll have a, maybe a little review next week. And actually, uh, oh, I'm listening to a little St. Vincent, as I told Scott, who's like indie band, you know, du jour, Annie Vincent. Yeah. Um, but uh, I actually, I could, it was growing on me a little bit. I told Scott, I initially was like, I don't really, can't get into this that much, but um I could see the appeal of it, but I'm not. I'm, I'm far from like a huge fan. But anyway, that's that's so. An, so an to. okay review on the new St. Vincent, a good yeah, review on yeah, the new Broken more. Bells, and a good yes. review on Drive By Truckers. And I'm gonna give a great review to an album that was old that just popped up on my Spotify feed this week, and I was so excited when I saw the remastered uh, Bob Dylan 30th Anniversary Celebration that came out. I think in '92 originally. Is that right? Maybe maybe yeah. a little later. Um, uh, and yeah, I think it was '92. It, it's incredible. It includes uh, Eddie Vedder, John Mellencamp, Chris Christopherson, Eric Clapton. I think they've got some bonus cuts on here but i started listening to it and it's it is so good i mean just hearing john melancholy this is the first track like a rolling stone it's amazing john cougar okay. yeah i was listening to it this week too we, we talked about it. it is it's incredible i hadn't listened to it in years it also makes you appreciate some of these classic rock artists like john mellencamp I was going to say, some of the older guys, not Mellencamp necessarily, but some of the older ones in that performance, you realize that, like, back then, they still sounded really good, whereas a lot of those guys now, you know, are way over yeah. the hill, like, like you know, Chris Christopherson, Willie Nelson, 
Roger McGuinn being a bird. This, it just, this reminds me, I have this on CD somewhere, um, oh, yeah. but I only ever listen to Masters of War. So. I was going to say, Masters of War is, to me, the the, the, the absolute highlight. Well, you that. were, and, and at, the, at that point, you you were, that was probably in the height of your Pearl Jam fandom. So now it'd be interesting to go back and listen to it with another 20 years or 20, yeah, 20 years of music discovery on top of it, um, yep. and and get your take on it. It's it's an it's just awesome. So that's the Mellencamp opening track, like a Rolling Stone, but it's got everything that you would expect to be on there. Some great covers. So uh, definitely check that out. That's available on Spotify, as are all the other albums that we mentioned. And of course, you can buy it from iTunes when you're uh, downloading this wonderful podcast. If you still do that too, I mean, not still download the podcast. We still download music. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, well, hey, this was, uh, I, I guess, good show, you guys. Uh, I think we should. Taking us out should be a, a, a double header of Indiana artists. We went from John Mellencamp. We got to go back to GNR now, you know, with the November yes, rain. Yes. It's only fitting. Number one. Number, number one. one. Our number one music video. If you disagree, email us, twistedlister69 at gmail.com. Post on the Facebook page or uh, write a scathing comment on iTunes of us. That's or a glowing do. review. We accept <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anything else, guys, before we, before we sign off? I think that wraps it up. Sounds good. All right. We'll let Axel take us out. See you next time. <laughs> <laughs>